Hey, what's going on? This is uh, Jeremy Thone, Marketing Director of 3PL Systems and host of 3PL Live. Excited to share an interview with Pablo Curego. He is one of the co-founders of a blockchain game coming out called Star Atlas. Super interesting interview. You should definitely look up Star Atlas if you haven't seen the trailer. The whole premise of the game is basically space exploration. You could actually go around in the game and blow up assets in deep space and those assets will be transferred on Solana's blockchain. The game actually is taking five years to develop. It's built on Unreal Engine 5. And I'm guessing the game is going to be super big. It's gonna have a whole entire metaverse in the game. If you haven't seen Mark Zuckerberg's uh, meta rebrand for Facebook, definitely check that out as well. Nice to, to, to meet you, Pablo. Yeah, no, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure um, to meet you, great to be here. I'm a fan of Solana and I came across an interview with Anatoly, the, the CEO of Solana, and then also your business partner, Michael Wagner, where you were talking about the evolution of your video game. I'm actually not a gamer, but I was like fascinated by just like the graphics, the idea of like space travel or with like a metaverse kind of theme. And then also the fact that it had like two cryptos underlying it, which was Polis and Atlas. So I just wanted to unpack some of this stuff in the next 30 minutes to kind of pick your brain on like how you got this started. And I know you're, you're Michael's partner. So I would love to hear like the backstory of like how you two met and then how this came about and how long you guys have been working on this project. Absolutely. Yeah. So at Star Atlas, we actually have four co-founders. So there's uh, Michael Wagner, who's the CEO, Danny Floyd, who's the CPO, Chief Product Officer, and Jacob Floyd, uh, Danny's brother, actually, who is the CTO. And I'm the CRO and the fourth co-founder. So I like to say that we've been working on Star Atlas for many lives. Uh, it seems to be like something that our community really wants to experience and have wanted to experience something like this for, for a long time. It's just that now the timing for technology, society environments, political environments, and interests and consciousness has arrived us at a place where we can actually interact with these dreams and visions that, that we have, right? Um, mm -hmm. To kind of bring it back, and away from being esoteric. My name is Pablo uh, Quiroga, and I'm very much interested in utilizing my time spent on this planet as a utility to impacting billions of people. We could care less about creating billions of monetary wealth. We want to create that sort of monetary wealth for billions of people. And we mean that. Our phase and roadmap to get to that place is to begin with a AAA title game, the Star Atlas. And eventually that game will transition into a digital life where people can play out their life and interact with a very dynamic economy, can interact with game aspects, and can also be a part of a political system that they get to choose how it evolves over time. Also, have some fun, get involved with the social experiences, concerts, or digital tattoos. Today, we're focused on the AAA title, Star Atlas. I like to focus on that today. We can kind of go into the branches of where we see this kind of playing out in the next 5, 10, 15, 20 years. But Star Atlas today is a virtual gaming metaverse that's at the middle of 
state-of-the-art blockchain and real-time graphics multiplayer video game, leveraging decentralized financial technologies, as well as NFTs that empower our users to engage with our game from an ownership-based perspective, instead of renting in-game asset and not being able to extract that asset and use it outside of the gaming environment. We're building our technology through the Solana protocol, which is, from what I hear, you, you found out about us um, and learned more about us through Anatoly. One of the first or the first AAA title game building on Solana. And, and, and I say that because we're also learning along with Solana on how we're actually going to realize the scaling capabilities and transactional speeds that make sense for our users so that they have the optimal experience playing the game itself. Mm-hmm. We're building an Unreal Engine 5 using Nanite technology, building all of this within a, an economy that will match any other uh, analog world economy out there. So that's a little bit about Star Atlas. We Today, if you visit play.staratlas.com, you can see our uh, feature-rich marketplace um, that is utilizing a decentralized exchange built and integrated with Serum on the Solana blockchain. And this is enabling our community globally to easily trade Things like our meta posters, spaceships, and in the future, land and many other in-game assets. No, it's it's super cool. I'm newer into buying NFTs, and I bought actually quite a lot on Solana, and I've bought a few on on OpenSea as well. And you could really see like the difference on like the cost of using a network on Ethereum versus Solana. I I minted a vampire NFT on OpenSea and it cost me $45 in gas fees. And I'm an ETH fan too. I think that ETH is super cool with Vitalik's done over there is is very interesting, but it's it's interesting that it's so much slower to use ETH, at least until like ETH 2.0 comes around, than minting something on Solana where it takes, you know, seconds or not even seconds, but it takes, it's, you know, less than a penny and then it's super fast, the throughput. So it's, it's super interesting that, that you guys picked Solana as the chain to actually build on. And then and then for those people that don't really understand, I guess, blockchain, because I think that a lot of people don't in the same age, unless like you're really into crypto or for whatever reason that you've you've learned about it. What is like the reason for like wanting to build a game, Star Atlas, on a blockchain? I think it's the way that we look at value and participating with the creation of said value. And so value to us is being able to create, co-create with other people, mm-hmm. any, any time, any place, and being able to be rewarded for that co-creation and participation. Mm-hmm. So right now, our product is in the phase of participation, right? We will move and have all the intentions to move into a platform that opens up to the world where people can actually co-create with us. But in, even in this stage of participation, people can participate by, by owning in-game assets. And so by owning an in-game asset, like a ship, that in-game asset is recorded on the block and is secured on the block. When you have an in-game asset like that, that you can construct a portfolio, if you will, for your, your gaming strategy. It allows you to really remove yourself outside of our environment, unlike 
traditional games where if you own either a currency or a game asset, you can't extract it out of that gaming environment. Mm-hmm. It's really never yours, right? And so the value for us, the way we look at it is uh, around blockchain today is play to earn, but we're moving towards play to own. And what I mean by that is play to earn. You have your in-game assets, you use those in-game assets like ships to earn in-game tokens like Atlas or Polis. But eventually you're gonna be able to also own this world that, that we're creating by being able to engage with the development of said community through Polis, our governance token. There's a lot to unpack there as well, but just you know, high level, it's, it's a perspective in, I think, reformulating what value means to us and how we engage with that. Yeah, that, that makes total sense. And I would like to unpack a little bit about the two currencies that are in the game. I know that you have the governance token Polis and then the other inflationary token Atlas, I believe it's called. Can we talk a little bit about what a DAO is, a decentralized autonomous organization for those that don't know and exactly what Polis is and what it does? Sure. And for us, we, we want to mimic, you know, and kind of take a look at, at, at some of the complexities of real life politics. At Star Atlas, we're driven by a dual token system which is Atlas and Polis. And this really allows us to create this intricate engagement between players in, in two different verticals. The political influence is represented by the ownership of Polis. The in-game transactions like buying items are supported by Atlas. And so together, these tokens, they are going to end up rivaling uh, any economy out there and governance with layers of, of intricacy that are going to be embedded inside the game. So Atlas is this token that's this in-game currency. It's a native utility token in our ecosystem. And players will eventually be required to utilize Atlas so that they can acquire digital assets such as ships, crews, and lands. Um, so it's gonna be essential for a player to utilize Atlas throughout their time and experience inside of our ecosystem. Polis, it's a proxy of political influence. It's in-game usage. It's a governance token that represents jurisdictional power you know, throughout our metaverse or in the factions that you're going to be engaging with. You know, as an example, our, our DAX, which are, you can kind of consider them DAOs, is, is one way to utilize Polis, right? And so you can do this through implementing or starting a, a decentralized autonomous corporation, a decentralized autonomous organization. And these are going to be used inside of our factions, which are like these entire space cities, dominations, that are going to create their own microeconomies and be influenced by the players inside of our metaverse. So that Polis token is going to play a really pivotal role to support or endorse political clout to enforce things like policies in different regions of our space. You can impose road taxes or logistic taxes to gain access into new areas of the city, as an example. So Polis is, is definitely going to be really important as well throughout the ecosystem. That's fascinating. And then if you're, let's just say like we're, you know, me and you are cruising around deep space and where there's kind of more risk reward consequences and we get rolled up on with a bunch of ships and we get burned or whatever. It's possible, I would assume then for like the, for our asset to be destroyed and then transferred to whoever picked up that asset in space all through Solana's network. Is that kind of like the idea? Play for keys. Yeah. Playing for pink slips. If you're in the deep zone, 
and you are out there in no man's land, you that's know, pretty- you're warned. Uh, <laughs> you lose, you lose your asset. Yeah, it gets burned. That's, that's pretty badass. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be some uh, savages out there. <laughs> yeah, that, that actually sounds really cool. And I think that that's why this metaverse actually makes a lot of sense. And for the people that don't know, like what a metaverse is, I know that you'd mentioned Second Life on some other um, podcast, how you kind of like were studying it in school and kind of like this idea of like this alternative kind of second life. Could, could we kind of talk about a little bit like what your vision of a metaverse is? Yeah. And I mean, I'll, I'll first explain like metaverse to like how, how, I, how I explain it to my parents. Metaverses are, are going to be this next stage for like websites, for example. Today, you can go to, to Nike if you want a pair of shoes of, of, of Nike, not to endorse them. I mean, I don't, I don't buy Nike, but, you know, it's a world global brand sure. and, that endorses a lot of athletes and, and they're all over the place, right? So you can go to their website. You might be able to use some AR features to check out your Nike shoes on your feet, or they have some, you know, 3D modeling of their shoes and this sort of thing. Well, the next step for Nike is going to be to open up a virtual space, metaverse, if you will, of all encompassing Nike. And you're going to experience those shoes and be able to use them on your avatar. And maybe you get to to use them a couple times at an event, you know, a virtual concert. Maybe someone at that event says, hey, those are cool Nike shoes, right? Well, you actually might go and end up buying them in real life just because of that. Everyone will end up kind of using the metaverses. And and I think websites are, are just the easy way to understand this, that that's the next stage. For us, though, we see universes upon universes, so multi-universes of metaverses. For us, a metaverse should include an economy that people can participate in. It should also be, at least for us, as realistic as possible to this world you know, that we know of, this analog world. Mm-hmm. And so whatever technology we need to use that is cutting edge so that we can blend analog and digital, that's where we want to be. At the same time, the metaverse is also a place where there are black holes. And if you go through these black holes, you can end up in a different metaverse, like in Narnia, right? These kids are backing up in the, in the, in the closet and mm-hmm. they fall back and they end up falling on snow, right? After being inside of this cabinet, that's like, you know, going into a, through a portal and going through another world. And those are wormholes. Those are going to happen. We're already in talks with other groups. How can we actually make this happen from a, academic uh, technical standpoint that's that's super fascinating how does this work too like i mean i i've never been involved like in game development how do you know like when a game is ready to be played like is it you could assume it takes that- forever man <laughs> <laughs> it takes forever it, 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 you know this is a, a long long journey you know and and it's something that we try to communicate to our community because everyone wants to play right everyone wants to get in you know, we could launch stuff, but it's just not going to be optimal. And so we want, we want the optimal experience for our users and our players. Uh, it takes a lot of time, man. It, it, it's, it's a lot of work. We were four people in December. We're over 150 people now. Oh, so wow. we're, we're also looking at ways on how we can leverage technology for the development of the game instead of having to use more people, more humans. And so, yeah, there, there's a lot to do. And I appreciate you taking the time, Pablo. Um, It's been a fun conversation. But my last question, I guess, for you would be just around Unreal Engine. For those that don't know what it is, could you just kind of give a high level of what it is and then how you guys are using it? It's Unreal. Yeah, no, it's, uh, you know, it's, I I consider it to be this next evolution of of experiences in, in the digital space. It's very powerful technology. It's not easy to learn if you have a passion for 
development of transformational experiences, I think Unreal Engine is 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 right there uh, as a fantastic tool set uh, to utilize and leverage. You know, for us, we're we're using Unreal Engine to build our digital world. Also, things like nanite technology. We're going to be using maybe even you know 3D scanners of cities and actual uh, topography that we know about here on on planet Earth and maybe other planets out there. You know, through scanning with satellites. There's some exciting things um, in front of us, but yeah, we decided to go with Unreal Engine. Our game developers are well versed in it. No, I, I'm super fascinated by your guys's project. I'm actually mining um, some polis myself, but I, I really appreciate you taking the time, and I'm I'm really looking forward to the project and um, playing it. So thanks again. You got Pablo. it, man. Thank you so much. Thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Pablo Quiroga over at Star Atlas. What a fascinating game built on blockchain with the whole economy inside the game. I'm fascinated. Thanks for sticking around.